Welcome to another episode of Career Library, the place where real people talk about real life careers. Now let me introduce to you your host in the red trunks weighing in at 220 pounds, the lean, mean, colorful commentator and intricate interviewer, the awesome and entrepreneurial Chris Hold the Phones, it's Jones. Hello folks, I'm Chris Jones, the host of Career Library with another exciting episode here for you today. Today we're gonna be talking about the interview process. One of the most crucial things to, I mean, the most important thing to getting any job or getting into any career field is the interview process. Because if you don't get past that, you're not getting on board, you're not getting paid. And so today I wanna talk to you a little bit about some of the things I've learned over the years during the interview process. Um, One of those things being uh, the interview questions. So I'm gonna have three different types of questions that I'm going to go over today. And then um, I'm gonna start with appearance and apparel, first of all. So appearance is everything on the first day. So don't come into, and I've literally had this happen. I've had people that have come into my office for an interview and they've got like a sweater on and it's got dog hair all over it. That is absolutely horrible. I am just grossed out, period, if I see dog hair all over your shirt, Uh, much less if you're showing up for a job interview. I'm just pretty much done at that point. I'm just gonna be like, turn you away, you can go away. I love dogs, I have a dog. I've had a dog most of my life and so I absolutely love them, but I don't have dog all over me when I go to work. I don't have dog all over me when I go to interviews. And so make sure that your personal appearance is, uh, you look good. Um, so you don't have to go out and buy an Armani suit or the the uh, the best, uh, best uh, whatever out there, best dress shoes or whatever, gold watches and all that. So you don't have to look like that unless that's what that job is requiring. Um, so... I would encourage you to uh, just show show your best foot forward. Uh, don't go out and spend a lot of money. You, you'll be surprised what you can get at Goodwill. Um, Goodwill, any type of thrift stores um, that they have all across the United States. Um, you can go into Ross, Dress for Less. Um, you can go into uh, TJ Maxx. All those stores, you can get pretty decent clothes for pretty cheap. Uh, you don't have to buy the best dress shirt, by the way, especially if you have a jacket that's going on over top of it because uh, they're not really going to see your dress shirt. Um, if you got a jacket on, you keep the jacket on the whole time. Uh, you can get a tie, uh, cheap ties. You don't have to go to like Dillard's, Macy's, um, uh, JCPenney's, get a tie. You can get a tie. They sell them at the uh, resale uh, outlets. Get something to match them up. If you don't know how to match stuff up, bring somebody along that looks classy. Say, hey, I'm trying to dress for an interview. Uh, can you show me how to match stuff up? Um, so another thing that, uh, that I have happened, uh, not only the hair on the outfit, but dirty shoes. I've had people that show up, they look nice, nice pinstripe suit, uh, nice dress on, um, you know, dressed to the nines. And I look down and their shoes are filthy. They've, it looks like they've trudged through a mud puddle. Uh, there's mud on their shoes. There's uh, um, dust from where it's been sitting in their closet. They haven't dressed, worn dress shoes in forever. And so take the time to clean up your shoes. Uh, just wipe them off, take a baby wipe. If you, walk, if you happen to walk through a mud puddle on your way to your interview, stop at the bathroom. And when you get into there, uh, take a paper towel, wipe your shoes off, uh, at least make them look clean. Uh, so don't come in with dirty shoes because I don't know what you're tracking into my office, all right? Um, so that's a big turn off. The other thing is the, uh, the handshake. When I first meet you, uh, I'm looking for a good firm handshake. I don't want no dead fish in there. I don't want uh, this little weak uh, handshake. We're looking for a nice handshake, a little bit of a squeeze, and then look me in the eyes and say hello. 
That's all you have to do. And practice it if you're not confident in that. Go and practice with your wife, practice with your, your kids, practice with your parents, practice with your brother or sister, whatever the case may be. Whoever's in your life that's close, say, hey, look, I need to work on my presentation and my, my uh, practice, uh, my handshake. Would that be okay if I do that with you? It may seem kind of weird and awkward, but just work on it and, and get in the habit of doing it the right way every time. So if you get in the habit of doing it the right way every time, no matter when you meet somebody, whether you're making a deal, whatever the case may be, uh, you know, firm handshake, look them in the and so that goes a long way. So in my interview process, another thing, another thing is don't be late. Don't show up to your interview. So if you show, if I have an interview with you at one o'clock and you show up at one o'clock, in my mind you're already late. So you haven't prepared for this interview. You haven't planned for the interview. Uh, in my mind, 15 minutes early, you're on time. Okay, 15 minutes early, you're on time. Guess what? If I'm not ready for you and you're 15 minutes early, you get to sit in my office, uh, in my lobby, and you get to listen to my, uh, my uh, secretary or my sales representatives talk and have conversations. You may pick up something. You may pick up something in there that you're like, oh man, I think I can do that. I, I like that. I like that sales pitch. I like that. I like the way they answer the phone. And you may bring that up in the conversation in an interview. So waiting out in the lobby is not, uh, not something that uh, is going to... Uh, to uh, hinder you and have you not get the job. So the other thing is, is so be, be early, so early is on time. Um, and then the other thing is, is once you get to the uh, to interview at my office, you're gonna be sitting out front for a little bit. I'm gonna let you sit out there and sweat for about five, 10 minutes, okay? So during that time, what I'm typically doing, so my, uh, my, my assistant, she'll come up and she'll tell me, oh, so-and-so's here for the interview. And so I'll sit down and I'll go over their resume. I'll look it over real quick again, take, jot down some notes. I've already looked at it once or twice. Probably we've probably already done a phone interview by this point if I'm bringing you in in person. So I know a little bit about you, but not everything. And so I wanna kinda see how you present yourself. And so uh, I'll go out and I'll introduce myself about five minutes afterwards. Go do the handshake. I'm looking them over, looking at their clothes. Uh, see if they're looking me in the eye when I grab their hand, uh, introduce myself and I'll tell them that I'm tied up for just a minute, another couple of minutes and I'll be back out to get them for the interview. And so what I'll do during that time, I'll turn around and I'll, as I'm starting to leave, I'll turn around and I'll say, I'll have a bottle of water in my hand and I'll say, hey, you know, when you come back, um, what I'm going to do just so I don't want to take you off guard is I'm going to ask you either to sell me this bottle of water or sell me on your skill set. And so and, and then I'll leave. And so that gives that person a little bit of time. Sometimes they'll ask me, what? And I'll be like, you, uh, when you come back for the interview, I'm gonna ask you to, and it's okay to ask what, because I mean, you're nervous and, and you don't know, maybe, hey, what was that again? So you can, it's okay to ask that question. Matter of fact, I want you to ask that question so you understand what the process is. That tells me that you're curious and, and it tells me that I'm gonna be able to work with you because you don't understand what's going on. If I say something and you don't understand what's going on, you're gonna ask me again so that you make sure that we're on the same page. So that's a good thing, actually. It's a good thing to ask questions. Um, so I'll, ask, I'll say, once again, you know, when you come back to my office, I'm gonna give you the option. You can either sell me this bottle of water or you can sell me on yourself and your skill set. And so they'll you know, sit back down or whatever else, and tell them to sit down and, and, and I'll leave the room. And so I'll go back here and I'll fool around with something for five, 10 minutes and I'll come back up and I'll say, oh, come on back. And so when they come back for the interview, there's a bottle of water sitting on the desk. And I'll say, okay, well, what are you gonna to sell to me today? And so if they pick up the bottle of water, that is typically a no, um, because that tells me that you've had time to think about it and you're not really confident in your skill set. 
And I've had people with really good resumes that are like, uh, uh, uh. And so, and Procter and Gamble's been doing this for years. They they ask you to sell them a pen. Um, there's been others that I follow that give them the option of a pen or something else. I use a bottle of water. It's a very common thing out there. I didn't invent this, okay? So. But if you pick up the bottle of water and you sell me the bottle of water, unless you've got a really, really good sales pitch, you've already lost me. Um, the reason being is because at this point, I know that you do not have confidence in your ability to sell. So if you can't tell me what value you're bringing to the company and why, you know, um, why I want to hire you at that point and sell yourself, then you know, we're pretty much out the door at that point. So what, when I say I want you to sell to me yourself or your skill set, what I'm saying is provide to me your value. Why do I want to hire you? Why do I want to bring you on board with my company? What, what it says is, so for example, I'm looking for salesmen most of the time, saleswomen. And so when you come in here, I want you to be able to present to me past experiences that you've had in selling. So when you come in, um, you know, I'll use me for example. So when I come in, I'm going to sit down across the table. I'm going to sell my skills. I'm going to say, Hey, you know, prior to, uh, prior to this, I worked in insurance. I was able to, uh, sell, uh, homeowners, auto insurance, uh, per, uh, uh, personal property, uh, protection, umbrella policies, life insurance, health insurance, these types of things. And so, and in the process, these are the things that I've learned. I've learned that, uh, you know, when we're talking about the home, I'm also wanting the bundle in the auto because the bundle deal is a better deal. I'm getting the biggest discounts in that. And along with that, I'll, I'm going to ask them during, I'm going to ask them questions during that to find out more information about the person that I'm talking to, to the client. I'm going to ask them, for example, um, Hey, do you have any, we're in Texas, Texas has a ton of guns. Do you have any guns of significant value? Probably six times out of 10, yet the answer is yes to that question. Well, I know in insurance, the insurance is only going to cover so much on the policy for a gun that gets stolen or burned up in a fire or something like that. So we need to create another policy for that. Um, the other example would be, um, you know, life insurance. Are you protecting your family? Um, in the event that God forbid you were hurt, sick and couldn't go to work, or if you passed away, um, would your family be protected? And so I'm looking at disability policies, I'm looking at life policies. And so that would be an example of selling, even if I went into a retail environment, I would be able to go, okay, so I'm multi-lined multi -lined in insurance and I have a retail background, by the way. Um, so I could multi-line there. So which means I can go into a department store and then I'm looking at when I go into, let's say uh, the men's floor and I'm trying to sell, uh, sell something there and that's the job I'm applying for is to be the sales manager for the men's floor. I'm gonna be able to teach folks how to multi-line sell, to uh, bundle the, uh, the shirt with the pants, with the belt, with the socks, with the shoes, with the cologne, with the watch, which the, with the bracelet, um, and so on and so forth, uh, with shoe polish, and so on and so forth. And so what I'm doing is I'm able to present a whole outfit. And that's the same thing in insurance. I'm presenting the whole thing. And so what I'm trying to do is I'm presenting my ability to sell. And so what will typically happen if somebody explains to me their value and they do it in that fashion is I'm going to ask them to elaborate on a particular, I'm going to say, well, what was your best sale ever and why? And so what I'm looking for there is them to be able to recall what was the most exciting time of their sales because I want to know what excites them. I want to know, okay, well, it excited me because I sold six products or excited me because I had this one big sale. 
and it amounted to this amount of money. So then I'm kind of getting an idea of what motivates you and what stimulates you. And so those are the types of questions I'll ask. The other question, one of the other questions that I'll ask is uh, during the interview, if you've made it that far, is um, I, I may say something like, tell me about yourself. And so what I'm looking for, and, and this can be worded in many different ways, but uh, that's a common one right there. And so one that you need to be prepared for also. And it's the same question. It's the same question as before. When I ask you to tell me about yourself, I am asking you to tell me what value you bring to my company. What are you going to do to help me grow my company? And so um, as, as, when I ask that question, tell me about yourself, what you need to do is write this down. What value do I bring to the company? That needs to flip into your mind. So when a person asks you, um, tell me about yourself, you need to say, be able to say, they're asking what value do I bring to their company? And so when you answer it, ask it, ask yourself that question. So you're going to be able to say, uh, for example, going into sales, well, you know, I took the, uh, the, the sales floor at my last job. Uh, we were number two in, in the, uh, in the tri-state area and I was able to bring it up to number one. And this is how I did it, uh, through, uh, teaching and coaching and training my team and getting ideas from other, other, uh, other stores and getting ideas from different manufacturers and so on and so forth. And I was able to, uh, change up the setup on my floor and I was able to make it uh, offer a better presentation because we have a great product and it was just a matter of getting it the right product in front of the right people with the right presentation and being able to increase the sales in my department. And so, and there may be some employee changes that I had to make and so on and so forth. So what I'm doing is I'm presenting the value that I'm going to bring to the company. Whether it's in accounting, I've been in accounting uh, before. Hey, you know what? Uh, accounts receivable, I was able to collect this debt. Uh, from this this guy and um, he was you know 90 days behind he owed us a million uh, 1.2 million dollars and I was able to go back and I was able to make some phone calls get a hold of the secretary I stopped by the office I did this this and this and I don't know what's legal anymore or what's illegal in the collection world but because uh, it's changed a lot since I've been there but I was able to accomplish this and I was able to get this amount of money I didn't get the whole 1.2 million but I collected nine hundred thousand dollars so I count that as a win. And if I'm looking for an account receivable manager, yeah, that's so definitely a win because I was at 1.2 million. I was expecting to be out a whole 1.2 million. And now I've got $900,000 that I wasn't expecting to get that I was expecting to write off and take a loss on. So whatever it is, what value are you bringing? Maybe it's a fitness instructor. So maybe uh, you, you're applying and you want to work at this top gym and you're, you're a fitness guru and you want to be the best fitness instructor uh, and you're applying for the job and they ask you to tell me about yourself. Don't tell them I got a wife, three kids. Um, you know, I grew up in so-and-so town and uh, I, uh, I had raised dogs for a little while and I like to eat watermelon and um, I, I uh, eat grapefruit and uh, watermelon and grapes for dinner every night. And I, uh, I, I, I like to... Uh, fry eggs in the morning and, um, you know, this, that, and the other, and I eat, um, Captain Crunch. No, don't want to know all that. What I want to know is, okay, if I'm hiring you for this position, 
What, what are you, what are you, what are you, what are you going to do to change my gym? How are you going to bring more clientele in there? What you start saying, Hey man, you know what? I worked at such and such gym through that. I was able to make connections within the gym, but this is how I reached outside of the gym. I use social media. I use Instagram, Snapchat. I used uh, TikTok. I used uh, Facebook. I use YouTube. I have videos out there. Um, and I'll be able to bring that to the table and bring more people into this gym. And I'll be able to offer great training sessions. I also have studied here. Uh, I've studied diet. I continue to uh, study uh, different supplement plans and so on and so forth. And I'm able to bring that to the table. And so when you're asked the question, tell me about yourself, those are the types of things that you need to be thinking about. What value do I bring to the table? The other thing that you need to, uh, that I'm going to ask people is, uh, tell me about your weaknesses. So tell me about your weaknesses. I'm going to set this down. So tell me about your weaknesses. So <laughs> number one question, uh, don't turn it or don't spin it. Don't spin the question. Oh, I'm a workaholic and that's a weakness for me. Oh, I'm a perfectionist and I'm a weakness to me. I'm too competitive. That's a weakness for me. No, 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 no. Another one, you can, you, you, so you can't spin it. The other one is, I have no weaknesses. Hmm, I am perfect. <laughs> you're lying. You know you're lying. You're lying to yourself. You're lying to me. I don't want nothing to do with you. So, and you can't do like personality traits. Well, I cry when people yell at me. No, I, that's not what I'm asking. That's not a weakness. What I want to hear is about a weakness that you know about yourself. So for example, in sales, you can be like, you know what? I, I feel like my presentation's solid. I feel like when I, I'm able to take a product, any product pretty much, once I know about it and understand it and what it, how it benefits the customer, and I can present it all day to the customer. But where I really struggle with is closing. I, 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 just, I just don't know how to, how to feel people out. And I don't know how to close. And I, 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 don't, I don't think that I'm the type of person that's a hard, hard closer. And so what I've done is I've gone and I, I've gotten some books and I've watched some YouTube channels and I've watched some videos and, and I feel like my confidence is coming up in the closing arena. I know I'm not perfect yet, but I'm working on it. And, and I, I think that uh, I might be able to, uh, to um, when I come on board with you all, is to uh, learn from some of your top salespeople on how to close and uh, get some ideas from them and maybe reach out and continue to read books and continue to watch YouTube videos. But I think that that's a weakness and so, but I'm working on it. So what that tells me as the hiring manager as I'm looking at you is that, okay, one, you're self-aware. You know exactly that, okay, this is a weakness. I'm bad at this. I, I'm, not a, I'm not a good closer. Number two, you're coachable because you're going out, you're looking at YouTube videos, you're reading books on how to close. And so th those are two great things that I'm looking at. And I'm like, okay, well, if I can bring this person on board, I've got, I, I know how to close. So I could probably take that individual and, and mold them and make them and show them. And I've got a great library that I could show them and introduce them to. Hey, look, this is a good book on closing. This is a good book on closing. This YouTube channel teaches you very well on how to, how to close. But that's very impressive to me. And so those are the types of things that you, as you go on to an interview, like I said before, 
know what you're walking into. Know, know more about the company than what they do. Present yourself in just a professional manner. I don't care if you're going to apply at a fast food restaurant, if it's going to be at a mom and pop restaurant, if it's going to be at a small business. I don't care. You dress to the nines uh, if, if you're able to. And so go in there with your best foot further forward, look good, present yourself, and go in there and, and know more about the company than they do. Uh, do your research and then also just present yourself and be strong in those areas. Uh, practice, practice, practice. Do, you, do I want you to rehearse before you go to interview? Absolutely. You need to be rehearsing. You need to practicing. You need to practice your handshake. You need to practice looking people in the eyes. You need to practice um, what you're going to say when they ask you what your weaknesses are. You need to practice it over and over and over again so it comes second nature to you. That way when you're there, it's just like the person in front of you is going like, oh my goodness, I found the ideal candidate. All right? Don't, and another thing, don't ask questions about pay. Don't ask questions about how many days off you get a year, what your sick things are. You should have already done the research on that company and know what those are or at least have a good idea. So um, what those are. And so don't even discuss that until they're ready to hire you, uh, then negotiate those things. So if you're, you're a person that likes, and this is the thing, this came from my mother-in-law. Um, she, she, she told me years ago, she's like, you negotiate your raise before you get the job. So they come in, they're often like, I'm just going to use an example, $10 an hour. And you really think you're worth $12 an hour? Negotiate that right then and there. So I'm going to always go higher. No, no, no. I ain't doing this job for anything under 14. They already want you. They want to hire you. They know in the back of their mind, they're like, oh, okay, the difference between 14 and 10 is $4 an hour. Is this person worth an extra $4 an hour? You might get 14. You're actually wanting to get 12. More than likely, they're going to try to meet you in the middle. And so ask them, you know, they may come back with 12 and you'll be like, you know what? Okay. But in the first three months, I want an evaluation to see if I can get the extra $2. Will that be fair? And so now I've negotiated my first raise three months in and I'm going to get in there. I know I'm going to kill it. And so they're going to give me the extra two bucks an hour, uh, three months in. All right. And so that's how you present that, that powerful, uh, just uh, persona as you go in there, that confidence, because you already know more than that inter, uh, hiring manager does. And so I'm going to encourage you to do these things and just let me know, hey, um, if you don't subscribe to our channel, I would encourage you to subscribe to Career Library. If you want more information on our channel, feel free to email me at careerlibraryinfo at gmail.com. And I hope you've enjoyed this video and I hope it's helped you out. <music>